following message is from Christian Life Austin. For more information about Christian Life, please visit clcaustin.com. Thank you for listening. Hey, hey, hey! I'm so sorry that I didn't fly in from New York. I'm so sorry that I didn't come from Bangladesh. I'm so sorry that I didn't drive in from Houston or fly in from Sin City. But boy, did we enjoy those preachers. I am so glad. I am so glad we had an August that was August. It was an amazing, amazing month. We planned it and we dreamed about it and it was greater than we ever dreamed or planned. But what a joy now to go into September. Anybody have a good Labor Day holiday on Monday? Let me hear your voice. Let me hear your voice. Anybody need bluebell on Monday? I didn't. I tell you what, I'm I'm back on the wagon. I don't do it anymore. That old place I used to go with that vanilla with chocolate on top and pecans and some whipped cream and a cherry or two. And I don't go there anymore. I've been changed. I'm a brand new man. <laughs> but when I get all this weight off, I'm going to try it again, see if I can hold it in, in, in myself without gaining my weight back. I'm on a weight loss program. I thought I might tell you that since nobody has told me that. I'm losing weight. Yes, I'm down about 10. No, don't clap. You don't, no, 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 don't clap. Don't clap. I'm down about 10 pounds. I want to lose 40. That 10 pounds is like throwing two lawn chairs off the Queen Mary. I know that. <laughs> but I'm not finished. Please be patient with me. God's not finished with me yet. And when I get there, I'm going to pull my coat back one Sunday morning and say, here it is, folks. A no bluebell stomach. I love you guys. It's an honor, it really is, to, to be pastor of this congregation. And we're going to have, we're going to have some neat stuff here tonight. I'm going, to, I'm going to encourage you for a while. We're starting a series called A September to Remember. And uh, we're going to go four weeks on A September to Remember. And tonight we're going to talk about when God remembers. It's an awesome thing to know that God remembers. God remembers. And, uh, but after that, we're going to have communion. I hope you took, got your communion cup. I've got mine up here. Everybody got your communion cup? Hold it up. If you don't have your communion cup, hold your hand up. We want the ushers to wait on you right now because I don't want to wait on you when we start. Ushers, if you all are bringing the communion cups to them right now while I'm talking, I thank you. I'm not going to be lengthy with my conversation with you and the word tonight. But we're going to take communion. And after that, we have a, we have a group of uh, 12 or 12, 13 people going to Rwanda, Africa tomorrow headed up by Pastor Brad and, and Cassidy and, and Patty and I get the joy of keeping their children till Tuesday and then, and then the Wilkinsons get the joy from Tuesday till next Saturday. And so they're leaving the church in my hands. I hope I can handle it. I've been, uh, I've been, I've been kind of straining around here because I like all these pups on board, you know what I mean? But we're going to miss them and they'll be gone uh, Sunday and then Wednesday and then they'll be back next Saturday. And we've got a lot of the people, some of the people that are going to be going with them. We're going to bring them down and we're going to have church prayer for them before we dismiss tonight. Is that all right with everybody? All right. What a joy. What a joy. Now, between now and Sunday, there's a, there's a, a bunch of 
Cajuns come into town. And I know there's going to be brawls down on 6th Street, so what I'm going to ask you to do is not go down there. I don't want you to go down there. You stay on your couch, and you watch those brawls on TV. Don't you go down there and try to, try to do your horn thing, because they'll, they'll, them boys, I've passed over there, them boys will work on you, and they'll keep working on you, because when they get drunk, they don't know when to stop. I've pastored them. So, Saturday we play them, and Sunday morning we'll be, we'll be uh, giving Horns credit for a victory on Sunday. I hope. Turn to somebody beside you and say, I'm so glad to be in church tonight. I, you know, it's kind of it's going to be easy street tonight, but I want to encourage you. Would you stand all over the house? And, and we want to do this because we like to put a little Catholic in our service. Come on, stand up. Stand up. We'll do a little exercise. Some of you don't get this much exercise all day. Stand up a little bit. Patty sends her love. If y'all don't know it, I love that girl over here on my left. She's special. And we love our family. And we love what God has done with this church. You're my family. And thank you for being the kind of people that you are. One precious couple that used to come here and had to move to North Carolina because of a brother's sickness drove up tonight and said, Pastor, we drove 22 hours to be in church tonight. We drove all the way from North Carolina to be here tonight in church. That's the kind of devotion that this church has developed through the years. You love the house of God. And I'm like David when those three boys broke through the host of the Philistine garrison and got him a drink of water from the well of Bethlehem and brought it back. And all he could do was pour it out because their devotion was greater than the thirst that he had in his body. And I love your devotion. And I want to compliment your devotion. Your devotion moves me. And if it moves the pastor of the church, it moves the God of heaven that is the pastor of this pastor. And I love you very much. Turn to somebody and say, Pastor means that. Amen. I love you. You may be seated. I won't be long, I promise. I want to drop a word of encouragement to you tonight. Communion and then prayer. I strongly encourage you as September has rolled around and you're back from your travels of the summer, I want to encourage you to be in prayer this month. Start praying. We're going to have a seven-day prayer this month. We have not decided on the date yet, but there will be a seven-day prayer because we believe in tithing our prayer life to how many days there are in the year. And we have prayed right now 29 days this year and we want to pray another seven so we can tithe on 365 days. I just believe that God honors giving to him anything that you give to him. And so we're going to be praying. So I, Paul said, I beseech you, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your body a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may know what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. Isn't that an awesome thing to call out to a God like that and have a relationship with God? See, the joy of preaching to you is that you get it and you go home and you carry this out in your house and you understand that God's with you. There are moments in life that one cherishes and one values, moments that one gleans happy memories from. Often we drift back to those moments in our turbulent times, trying to remember the serenity of that paramount part of life. 
moments that vacuum you to a better state of mind. There's a word for those moments. I think it's epiphany. That moment, perhaps between the tragedy of yesterday and the time it reached your ears, or that space between the happening and the realization of something good. Those moments will linger long in the mind of a man. Tonight, I want to give you one of those precious moments in time. It can be sitting on top of a mountain viewing a scenic surrounding or the swaying evergreens, a cool pine-scented breeze. Or it might be a walk along the beach at sunset watching that blazing orange ball that we call the sun set in the west and slide into the ocean warming the heart with peace and relaxation. Or perhaps if you play golf like I do, bad, a November afternoon standing over a putt and the only noise you hear is one bird singing to its maker. It's kind of cool. By the way, I want to give kudos to Brother Wes Short's son who is on the senior champion tour of the PGA that won the Canadian Open this last week. He was first place in the Canadian Open. Would you give Wes Short Jr. a great hand? That's pretty cool. Wes calls this his place of worship. Or it can be a place in reflective storage when the pain of regret wasn't so unbearable, where the fires of resentment did not burn with such intensity. And where the clouds of confusion did not make you so hesitant about the choices in life. You find loved ones standing at a gravesite sometime lovingly entranced as they reminisce the happy time when the deceased lived. Those are all what we call moments of memory. Let's go back 3,900 years ago tonight and picture a world covered in water. The mountain peaks hide beneath rolling waves of God's judgment. Trees of luscious green have been transformed into seaweed as the entire world is one huge ocean, one endless sea of cleansing. Giant castles, huge buildings, human structures bearing demonic architecture have been swept away from lofty perches, sinking to the bottom of watery canyons, no longer filled with the frequent activities of men. But now, with the darting maneuvers of countless fish and those sea creatures, death is everywhere. Get it in your mind. The world, by the demanding word of God, has become a watery grave bearing the innumerable bodies of the wicked. The cities that smoldered with fire of lust are now quenched. No more perversion. No more idolatry. No more devilish intentions that degrade the creation of God. Our criminal passions satiated with the blood of murder and violence. The incessant performance of rebellious generations has had the curtain of condemnation drawn on it now and all stages of evil are swallowed up by the flood. Can you picture that world? There's no distinction between valley and mountain, between a river and a pond, between a forest and a desert. All is blanketed with the baptism of change, the watery covering of renewal. In some places, the stench of decaying flesh drifted into the morbid air. And just think, as God smelled it, he must have been saddened at the decadent conclusion of his creation. For they were made in the divine image of God. Everywhere he looked, there was desolation and the destruction of a creature he formed in the image of himself. But over the centuries reflected a likeness of fallen angels and God's most prideful adversary, the devil. They acted immoral, thought of filthy things continually, and wandered further and further away from the original intent of God for man. And God, being just, 
just had to remove them. And that reign of 40 days and 40 nights could easily have been the tears of God. How do we know it wasn't? The deluge was from the disappointed creator. Only nine, nine generations had passed since the Garden of Eden. And look now at what it has become. The unsullied garden and faultless world was now a cesspool of debauchery and sin, violence and corruption and sexual lewdness was so prevalent that it was going unnoticed. It was an accepted way of life. Let me talk to you now. It had repented the Lord. The Bible said that he had made man. God repented that he had ever made man. The word repent there in Genesis 6 indicates an exhalation or a loud sigh. God sighed. God said, oh me, I have made man. And man has failed me. Basically, God was brokenhearted at the putrid actions of man. And the gradual debasement and formulas of man's wicked imaginations were so disappointing to the Lord. God scanned the horizons from east to west and seeing only the debris bouncing on lapping ways and the breathless remains of mankind. God knew the work of the flood was complete. Devastation was wrought in maximum force. And the screams of drowning flesh still echoing in the chambers of eternal recall. Nothing was left. Nothing was left. Every fragment of filthiness scourged away. Every secret counsel of evil drowned in the sea. Every man, woman, boy, and girl swept away in the tides of human sterilization. But wait, wait, wait. Almost like a postscript in chapter 8, the first four words are, and God remembered Noah. Whew, I'm going to let that sink in. In the midst of chaotic residue beyond the lost cities of sin and the ravaged kingdoms of debauchery and the forgotten empires of Satanism, there was an ember of grace still in this world. Radiant among the briny depths of judgment, overlooked for a while as the distracting elements of destruction had dominated God's attention, but there was the ark, and there was the family of Noah, and there was a noisy zoo of animals, and there was beast and the blessed sailing on the surface because God remembered Noah. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, I'm going to preach now. You might as well just go ahead and sit up in your seats. I'm coming after you right now. The man that found grace in the eyes of God, the one righteous voice that would stand up for God in a wicked society, the one who would build a house of salvation in accordance with God's exact demands. And for over a hundred years, Noah and his three sons had labored constructing this ark, pulling down the necessary timber, measuring every plank in precise skill, obedient with God's design. They endured the mockery and the laughter of friends and family. They nailed another board, applied another tar, touch of tar. They fought off weariness as the years passed with no sign of rain. Noah was hated for his loyalty to God, but the Bible said he found favor in God's eyes. He found favor. Can I stop and just make a, something that's not in my notes? It doesn't matter what the world thinks about you right now. What does matter is who God thinks you are right now. And I promise you, if you are found favor with God, 
It does not matter what man says about you. Come on, clap your hands real big. That's stuff you need to hear. And God remembered Noah. Yes, he did. I'm speaking to people tonight that live in a similar world. I'm sorry, I've got to preach it this way. Matthew 24 says, as it was in the days of Noah were, so shall also the coming of the Son of Man be. It was in Noah's day, and so it is now. Like Noah's culture, our present day culture is one filled with untold depravity and corruption. A culture that is corrupted by immorality and violence, my God. Lots of violence, tons of violence. But I'm so glad to tell you, God still remembers. God remembers a man and a woman that walks with him. Men and women and young people who choose to stand against this world and the sin and corruption of our society. People like the Hebrew boys in the land of Babylon who would not bow to the idols of the king of that world and was thrown in a lion's den in a fiery furnace. Heathens of all nations may willingly turn their backs on God's love and the word of God, playing naive in their seductive hearts. But God remembers the spiritual nation and the church devoted to his name. I'll say it again, God remembers people that are spiritual and a church that is devoted to his name. Does anybody wanna elevate the name of Jesus in this house tonight? Anybody want to magnify that name? God remembers. See, the children of God are remnants of hope. Wherever and whenever God sees our present world, he will soon destroy it with fire. God will remember the righteous, the righteous, the righteous. In the midst of all destruction, God remembered Noah But the focus shifted now from what was lost to who remained. Woo, hallelujah. It would do well for us to remember the good things of God. Even when surrounded by the devastation of sin and the desolation of transgression, so often we dwell on the bad things and the dead things of life, mistakes and failures and loneliness and hurts and anxieties, and we fail to see the living things that God has put with us and the vibrant promises of God that lay before us. But Paul said, forgetting those things which are behind, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of Christ Jesus. If I can tell this congregation something tonight, I know we've had rampant shootings in Texas and there's been all kinds of copycat things going on and we're worried about the violence and the transition from from a godly nation to an ungodly nation so quickly in the last seven or eight years. But I wanna declare to this congregation not going into September that you walk in favor with God. You are God's elect. You are God's chosen. And I promise you when all this is going on, You go ahead and keep building a boat for your family. Keep building your house up for the kingdom of God because God will remember you and God will take care of you. Come on, somebody, help me preach right now. I gotta declare it. I gotta say it. I gotta say it. I gotta say it. I will not be afraid of tomorrow. I will not be afraid of the next day because there is a God that has found favor with me and I have found favor with him and he will remember me in this hour. Punch your neighbor and say, he's getting with it right now. Help him. (laughs) Hear this. Hear this. 
the subsequent action of God after remembering Noah was creating a wind that assuaged the water. Remembrance induced revival. And what blew through the land was not a fabrication of flesh, but an act of God. Everybody say it with me. God made a wind. For one boat, for eight people, and a bunch of stinky animals, God made a wind. It does not matter how treacherous, how hell-bent this world is. God knows how to make a wind for his church, for his people, for the families of God. I want you to put your hands on your stomach like this and say, wow, get that down in here. Come on, get that down. Get that in your gizzard right now because this church is not going under. It's going over. This church will not be defeated. This church will be victorious. This church will be triumphant. Greater is he that's in us than he that's in the world. Somebody help me preach right now. I feel a wind blowing. I feel a wind of chains blowing. I feel a wind that's gonna assuage the waters of evil blowing. I feel it. And I will not be overwhelmed because the wind is indicative of revival winds that blows through our lives when we remember the goodness of God. Remember his goodness. The breath of restoration dissipated the waters of judgment. And soon the peaks of Ararat appeared upon which the all ark would rest. Many of us lose too much sleep because we forget the promises of God during the stressful times. When the rain is pouring, when doubt is thundering, and when unbelief is absolutely storming like Hurricane Doran. Don't stay trapped in restless fear. Open your eyes of faith by remembering the trials of the past that he's brought you through. Go back in one of those epiphany moments and remember how it hit you and how you felt when it, you realized it had hit you and how you felt when you came out of it. Because I'm declaring to you right now, this world is a cursed world and it's not gonna get any better until the King of Kings comes and the Lord of Lords. But the church, oh hallelujah, the church. Come on, the church, the church. Turn to your neighbor and say, the church will not go under. It will go over. The church will float where the ship calls Zion. I love what they say about the Titanic versus the ark. The Titanic was built by professionals and it sank. The ark was built by an amateur and it floated because God was with the builder of the ark. And we may not understand all that's going on out there, but come on, keep hammering on your house. Keep building a house of righteousness. Keep building a place of, of freedom for your family and let your family know as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. So there is an ark, there is a rain, and there is a wind. And the ark is nestled on the mountain ranges of Armenia. Notice the mountain peaks were the first things visible after the flood. Notice that. It wasn't the valley, it was the mountain peaks. 
logically being the highest points on the earth. It makes sense. But God's trying to set your faith on the mountaintop. Perhaps after a flood of grief some here have been through in your life. So on this first Wednesday night, first Wednesday night, the first time the word remembered is shown in the Bible is in Genesis 8 and 1, and God remembered Noah. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to settle this fall, starting on this Wednesday night, to get in the ark called the church. And don't ever even think about getting outside. Somebody said, well, it stinks in here. Yeah, but there's a storm out there. <laughs> I'd rather have the stink than the storm anytime. Come on, somebody help me preach right now. Yeah, people have problems in here, but boy, have you been out there? People have problems here. Pastor, I know some stinky situations in the church, but have you been out there? There's some dead situations out there. God can help us in here. Come on, somebody clap your hands and say, I receive that. I receive that. He's removing the anguish and the tears with the wind of grace and placing you on a peak of renewed peace in your life. A higher calling from which to view the magnificence of his name. I love John 14, 26, but the comforter, everybody say the comforter, which is the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name. He shall teach you all things and bring all things to your remembrance, whatsoever I have said unto you. One of the benefits of living filled with the Spirit and in a Spirit-filled church is the power of remembrance. Hear me, hear me especially as it relates to the promises that the Lord has made to us. The next statement Jesus made was John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you, not as the world gives, give I unto you. I want you to go home and I want you to type out John 14, 26 and 27, cut it out and put it on your refrigerator. And the whole month I want you to remember that when trials come and situations comes and the flood comes, you've got a house that's going to float on the waters that the world is calling destruction because God's going to be with us. He's not going to leave us during this time. He's going to remember us. And God remembered Noah. God remembered Noah. So the last statement I'm going to make tonight, this is about it. This is about it. I'm just about done. Doesn't take me long to preach bad. <laughs> Don't forget to remember. Say it with me. Don't forget, Don't forget to, remember. to remember. Put that on your refrigerator. Anybody that God's ever brought through something that you didn't think you'd ever get out of, raise your hand. Anybody ever, put your hand back down. Anybody ever been healed of something that you didn't think is ever going to be healed from, but here you're healed here tonight? Come on. Anybody ever been delivered from something you never thought you'd be delivered from? Would you raise your hand right now? Alcohol, drugs, come on, addictions. Come on now. The whole church. Some of you have raised your hand five times. I've just asked three questions. <laughs> you know what I love about that, though? You want to raise your hand on every one of them because you know God's been better than you than anybody else. Clap your hands real big. Rejoice in the Lord. And God remembered. God remembered. God remembered. God remembered. 
Next week, we're going to get into this. I'm just going to introduce it to you tonight because I want you to relax. Y'all been hearing this preaching all over the country, and I just wanted to come in here tonight and be a little pastor to you and let you understand that we've got something that will float on the storm. Amen. We've got a wind of revival that's going to assuage the waters of destruction, Hallelujah. and God's going to place you on a mountain of existence in your life because God does those kind of things. Everybody say, I'm on board. I'm not getting off board. I'm not getting off the boat. I'm not even going to walk the plank. I'm hanging in here. Stand to your feet. You're mighty awesome people. Randy, if you'll help me. We've got some things we need to do, and you've got kids to put in school, and I love you. I honor you more than those other preachers do. I'll let you out on time. You know when you come here that you're going you're to feel the blessing of God in the music. And you're going to hear a word, a sound word to you, no matter what night it is or what day it is. But we always want you to know that we'll let you out on time because we understand that you have schedules also. And I want you to know we love you. Pastor Brad, Cass loves you. Patty and I love you. Philip and Annie love you. All the staff loves you. We got a new kid on staff today y'all going to love. His name is Luke Meadows. He's a dandy. Luke Elijah Meadows. LJ. Is that what they call him? LJ? We're not going to call him LJ because we've got an LJ in our church. Yeah. There's only room for one of those LJs, and he's a good one. I love all of you. I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I want you to turn around to somebody and say, I love you, and I'm glad to go to church with you. Would you do that right now? Amen. Amen. All right, that's enough heart blessing. That's enough. Balcony. Y'all know I love you. I can't, I can't make out a face because I don't have my glasses on. But I see a lot of people up there. I'm blowing you a kiss because I love every one of you. I am so overwhelmed, so overwhelmed at getting to pastor people that love church like you folks love church. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let you leave here every time I can being lifted by the word of God, being encouraged by the word of the Lord. Everybody say, God, you remember September will be a month to remember That's right. and we're going to remember some things yes. I can't wait till next week next Wednesday night's going to be a blessed night I can't wait I'm going to really get started preaching next Wednesday night because really really I'll be honest with you I'm going to be totally honest I've got three good subjects on this and this and I just kind of created for y'all tonight I just kind of put this in together but I got three things I want to preach to this congregation the next three Wednesday nights and I believe God's going to give us something great in this house in September Take out your communion cup. And uh, I want you to open it up. It's kind of it's cute that the Lord said when he took the bread, he said, this is my body which was broken for you. It's my body. And this is, this is not a substitute. Not at all. We're going to use this tonight as a symbol 
of what he did for us. And he said, as often as you do this, listen to me, do it in remembrance of me. So we're taking the Lord's Supper tonight in remembrance of him. And this is a beautiful night. We've had a great month of August. We're going to have a splendid September. And October is going to be awesome. And November and December is going to be life-changing. And Sunday, you're going to see a beautiful crowd here because we've grown immensely during the summer. And you're going to see a lot of people. And you say, wow, I never saw these folks before. No, but you're going to see them because they came to be a part of us in the summertime. Take the bread. Say, I receive this to myself, Jesus. Thank you for it. Amen. 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 Open the cup. Hold it up. This is the blood that was shed. I'm so glad that we have a Savior that was willing to die for us. I read about these other people that's supposed to be saviors. They didn't, they wouldn't do that, but our Savior did. Not only that, he was buried for us, and not only that, he arose from the from the dead and from the grave. That's the kind of Savior I love and I worship tonight. So as often as you do it, remember him. Let's take it and receive his symbol of blood into our lives right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Let's just praise him a little right now. Come on, let's just praise him. It's all right. It's all right. Let's just praise him a little right now. Let's praise him. Let's praise him a little right now. What a joy to praise him. What a joy to thank him. What a joy to honor him tonight. What a joy. What a joy. What a joy, 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 amen, amen, amen. I want everybody 100% cooperation to raise your hands at least this high. I know some of you can't stretch them over your head, but raise them up and say, Lord, in this September month, I surrender completely, totally, wholly to your name, to your cause, and to your will in Jesus' name. Now hold your hands up a little while. Just let him bless you right now. Let him bless you right now. Let him bless you. What a beautiful sight. Wow. Wow, nobody gets 100%, but CLC does. What a joy to see your hands in the air tonight. See your hands in the air. Amen, amen. Hallelujah. The change my life. Blood, it is my victory. Sacrifice changed my 
more time. The blood of Jesus washes me. The blood of Jesus shed for me. Oh, you precious folks going to Rwanda, if you'll come and stand here. We're going to end our service tonight with praying for you right now. Come on, come on now. You that are going on the trip, we're going to bless you. Ask God to protect you. Watch over you. Amen. Going overseas on our trip. New Life Africa, come on down, come on down, come on down, come on down, come on down. Hallelujah, thank you, sister. Come on down, kids, come on, thank you. Three of the four McDaniels are going. Brother Tony has felt a call to Africa for a long time, and he's realizing his chance to get to go, and he's so excited, and we're so excited for him. Brother and Sister Rose, where are y'all? There they are. Come on now, come on. Amen. We've got some that are not here tonight. Is uh, Maria here? There's Maria. All right. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. There's two missing. Maria's daughter and who else? And Courtney. Okay. Okay. So, uh, two kids and student. All right. I want you to stretch your hands out. I'm going to ask the prayer partners that help us in prayer to come and stand here in front of these people. Come on, prayer partners. We need you right quick. I want you to come and stand right here in front of these people that are going. They're going on something like a 24-hour trip to get there and a 24-hour trip to get back. And uh, we want everything to be all right. You hear me? Everything's going to be all right. Look at this. Everything's going to be fine. We've never sent a delegation like this, and we're going to do it right tonight. We're going to do it right. Lift your hands toward these precious people, our executive pastor, his wife, and all these precious people that are going, dear Father, we honor you tonight with this prayer. We honor you tonight with our prayer. Thank you for the joy that these people feel to go. Thank you for the joy that they feel to be going to a place that they've always desired to be a part of. Hallelujah. Let the hand of the Lord be upon them. Let the hand of the Lord be upon them. Hallelujah, direct their lives. Let no harm come to the two children that are going. Let no harm come to the leadership of the church. Let no harm come to people that have a passion to do the will of God. God, bring them back with overjoyed, glowing reports of what they saw God doing in the continent of Africa. Let them be blessed. Let them be blessed. Let them be blessed. Let them go in faith and favor. Hallelujah, the favor of God. 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 In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. The favor of God. The favor of God, the favor of God in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord, in the name of the Lord. Amen. Now how many of you will raise your hand and say every day you'll pray for these 12 people. You'll pray for them. Come on, raise your hand. We'll pray for you. We're going to pray for them every day. Before I minister on Sunday, we're going to pray for these people. We really are. If you haven't signed up for water baptism, please do. We already have over 50 people going to take the plunge the last Sunday in the month. So sign up for water baptism. 
we'd love to put you down in water. I love you. Favor of God on you. Stay in the boat. We're going somewhere. I love you. God bless. Have a super, super night. Be blessed.